0: Whether you're learning the basics or you want to be a rock master, we have a class for you from high-level overviews to specific features. Find the training class that fits your needs this year at community.rockrms.com slash classes. Welcome to this edition of Rockcast. This is the podcast that tells you everything about Rock and Spark Development Network. I'm Emily Foreman, I have John Edmiston and Nick Erdo here today, and we are gonna catch you up on Rock. So let's start as usual with an update on where we are with the latest releases and what's in development. Nick, fill us in.
1: Yeah, this week was pretty exciting. We um, had to shift plans a little bit and we decided to move forward with a uh, tiny miniature bug fix. So version 14.2 is now released. And um, I know we had previously had some GitHub fixes that were labeled in 14.2, but those really are pushed to uh, 14.3 and v15. So if you had your eye on one of those fixes, those are not in 14.2. We decided to make 14.2 very small. So it's super safe to deploy um, even if you had to deploy it on a Friday, I, I might say, uh, w- with a little bit of risk. I mean, obviously, back up your server um, always. But yeah, v14.2 was, it addressed a very specific uh, situation that a couple churches ran into. And we got that fixed in like, I don't know, 24 hours i think and pushed out the door
2: yeah so like you said it's small it's safe but it's also important like yeah for stability of the system we would recommend that you upgrade as, as soon as possible and that's why we made it small and safe
1: yeah e- even if you haven't experienced anything don't you don't want to experience anything so just go grab it it's totally a, a, a harmless fix yep and uh, then right after that, within a couple of weeks, we're, we're wrapping up internally our own internal testing and UI polish. So V15 will uh, be going to alpha. So I think we might have even told the alpha and beta teams, expect it, it's coming soon, but um, could be within two weeks.
2: Yeah, so what are the major features we could see in in 15?
1: Yeah, just a little recap. I think we talked about this once. Uh, Reminders, which is a cool feature. I've been using it on our servers because we have v15, and it's pretty neat to get a reminder every morning of certain things that you want to just remember to go do. Um, Then there's the signups feature, and that is, I think, it's just called signups. So it kind of handles very interesting uh, use cases, um like short-term serving projects i know our church did something a couple years back where we had hundreds of teams out across the valley and this is the perfect tool to manage that back in our day we had to you know wire up our own (laughs) set of lego blocks but this comes out of the box ready to do what you want or even like easter easter's
2: coming up oh i won't be ready for this easter but um
1: yep definitely
2: but, for easter christmas you have extra volunteers needed around your campus great idea to, to use this to sign up yeah
1: special teams special projects that perfect example and then uh, there's some tiny little other features that are cool that you'll get to see our new avatar tool for generating uh the thumbnails of photos and, and initials uh it's got some color so i'm excited yeah, Nick always likes the color. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like gray. I
2: would. I would say too that both those two features, signups and um, reminders, are just the start. Like we have other visions of where those features will go. Um, so, uh, don't think of it as a as a completed feature. Think of it as the start of something we can build off of. So, and we're excited to be able to continue on innovating on those two features.
1: Yep. So that that's that's. Those are the main things. And again, there's many other little or th- smaller things and at least twenty, you know, five bug fixes that we uh, have already worked on for um, V15.
0: Yes, the team has been very busy, a flurry of activity the last few weeks.
1: Yeah. And, and it's a little blurry that some features coming in 15.1 and 15.2 that are new, so it won't be a change to existing stuff. And uh, we'll talk about that at later podcasts.
0: Definitely. <laughs> it's always fun to fill everyone in. And speaking of a flurry of activity, there's just been so much interest and progress uh, in general um, everywhere and in our community on the topic of AI and the the progression that we're seeing in some of the tools there and what that might mean. John, what are, what's your take on that?
2: Yeah. So I, I would say that in the last three months, the state of that technology space has really changed uh, drastically and it's hard to almost keep up i mean this week we had the announcement of gpt4 and a lot of new capabilities Mm -hmm. there and some really exciting things i'd highly recommend that you go out to OpenAI's youtube channel and check out the um the video release they did for this week it's really short i think it's only like 27 minutes um but they really pack it full with a lot of cool examples many of those examples you can't actually run yourself today but they're really showing you what's coming Uh, I think the hard part is twofold. One is to fully understand, you know, what what do these things do? But the harder one is the ideation of how would you apply that into certain use cases and and probably, um, you know, certain technology areas like church, Um, you know, because they're not really giving you a lot of church examples from the stage. Um, And that's cool. That's our job. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it's been fun. I think there's some people in the community. Uh, who are getting ahead and and really prototyping. And I think that's awesome. You, you know, as you fight any war, we're fighting a spiritual war here. It's good to have scouts and recons who are out there, like scouting areas, uh, you know, having some successes, learning from some, you know, trip hazards, you know, reporting back. You know, we're certainly doing that ourselves, too. Um, we're doing a lot of uh, examination about how we could use this. Um, where is it? Where is there low hanging fruit? Where is there high hanging fruit? I think, you know, a lot of the ideas we generate um, are high hanging fruit. It's like, okay, well, like, we, let's look at that. Let's keep researching that. But that's really hard to do today. Um, but there's a lot of low hanging fruit that's really easy and insignificant. So we're spending time on both of those avenues. Um, yeah, you know, I think one of the quick easies is like, how, how could AI be used in prayer requests mm-hmm. um, in terms of moderation, in terms of cleaning up prayer requests? There's a lot of a lot of churches spend a lot of time cleaning up names out of prayer requests. The AI could ease I mean, it's a piece of cake for it to do that. Um, it can fix poorly formatted prayer requests, <laughs> fix spell checking. Because um, I think it's important as we put prayer requests further and further out into platforms mm-hmm. like web, mobile, mm-hmm. TV. You know, people don't want to see poorly formatted. It, it just looks low quality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's a certain point they understand that someone typed that maybe on their phone, but they don't want to see that. And AI it just fixes all that. Like mm-hmm. it's this natural fix. Um, so that's a really cool polish. And then also to the moderation uh, capabilities of some of these models in terms of detecting self-harm, um, violence, sexual content, um, pretty easy to put that into play. So, you know, you get that, and you pr- and you write a few prompts, and you get it working, and it's like, oh, cool, awesome, like done. And it's like, nope. <laughs> now you got to get the technology plugged into Rock in a way that's uh, modular, extensible. Then you have to build the configuration, you know, into prayer requests because some people may not want every single feature. You can't just like force it on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it gets to be, you know, kind of like the Rock curse, um, <laughs> which is, if we were any other product, we would just say nope. like off on or or maybe not even off on like there yeah (laughs) but we have to have off on and then we have to have well do you want here's here's eight features you could add to prayer requests but you probably want it by prayer category because like maybe you don't want your staff internal prayer requests for your staff you don't want them to sanitize names you know maybe that's a thing Obviously, you probably want that for your public prayer request. You don't want to say, like, please pray for my husband, Bill Marble, who's cheating on me. Like, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: <laughs>
2: you, you probably don't want, you know, probably stri- not stri- no. Bill Marble. <laughs> um, Poor Bill. <laughs> but, you know, you don't, you may not want those same those same configurations um, uh, on your internal request. So we have to go write all like this configuration, this UI. And so that's you know kind of what we're doing right now is this, first and foremost getting the mo- the the API models built in to Rock, but again that's not an easy thing because okay so obviously the easy one right now like you do OpenAI that's that's the best API until tomorrow when you know Google comes out with Bard and and now we have a different API that you know everybody wants to support so we had to provide create a provider model mm-hmm. so that you can swap out different yeah and basically I think of it as in terms of like. A, your mediums your, your communication mediums and transports like some of you use SendGrid, some of you use Mailgun. we have to do that same mm-hmm. thing within rock because we can't just go around hard coding things that's that's not the rock way unfortunately that's the hard way yeah um and then trying to abstract out some of these things like, okay, we have one a- one API to look at today and, and say, okay, now abstract that so it works across anybody's a- API who could be coming in the future.
0: That doesn't with, currently exist. With
1: features that we don't even know
2: about. Right. Or just even, um, maybe they have the same features, but how do they call things? What are the configuration parameters? Right. It, you know, like OpenAI has a parameter called temperature, which is like... Hey, how much can I let my, down my hair when I give you a creative response? That's like a measure you can say. Hey, don't be creative, or be very creative. Well, is Bard going to have that? If so, what's it called? So I've been yeah. spending a lot of time in in a Chat GPT, saying, "What exactly does temperature mean? And is it a is it specific to Open AI, or is it a general AI, you know, term? You know, and it turns out that one's very general. That, or at least it says it is." Um, <laughs> But until we get a you know two or three other APIs, like we don't really know. Um, but at the same time, we also know that whatever we make, someone else might start using, and then we can't go back and break it.
1: But we might, at some point, have to put some limitations. Like, hey, this is coming off hot and fast, so maybe don't go create a provider yet. Or if you do, we might change, have yeah, to change. Yeah, there's certain ways
2: that we can't. We can say it, but right. people will still do it, and then we'll still get in trouble in trouble when we break it <laughs> it's kind of like saying don't paint yourself into a corner oh by the way i'm putting a mask over your head and you can't see the room ahead of time yeah i mean we're not complaining but it's just it's just we have to be very careful and what mm-hmm. sounds like easy and and it's fun to go prototype and go oh this works but then you get back and you're like looking at like okay well that was not even the tip of the iceberg that was like the little slushy on top of the iceberg mm-hmm. that now you have to make the whole iceberg it gets a little tedious. It's
1: like the equivalent of manufacturing in the auto industry. That's always said that it's really hard. Manufacturing is hard. And that's what it is for us. Like coming up with the prototype is not hard, but then you actually put it into a repeatable design with architecture and that's the hard part. Yeah.
2: And at the same time, we're trying to add a few new technologies to the provider model to make it a little bit more robust for the future. So at a certain point, it's like, it is just a lot of change on this one Um, but it's exciting um it was i think this week was an exciting week because we got to see gpt4 but at the same time it was a little overwhelming because you're like i haven't fully swallowed (laughs) gpt3.5 um and i don't think anybody has like i think even the people on the internet who say they know everything about it like or you we we could chewed on that thing for another two years before we we you know we really would got bored But now we have this new one that's even crazier, Hmm. Um, and at the same time, we have to be careful too because like these models have biases, and we've seen those biases. Mm -hmm. Like it's not hard to see the bias. And even on Twitter, I posted something where I was trying to take a a person's name off a prayer request. Well, the prayer request was it was a real prayer request. It was entered in by a probably a twelve year old boy, and he was praying for. I think his name is Steve Purdy, uh, the quarterback for the 49ers. I'm not a sports guy. Uh, but he was praying specifically for Steve Purdy that he would have a good season next year and would win the Super Bowl. And so <laughs> I ran it through just to, you know, it's a good test to strip out, strip out the name.
1: right?
2: And it came back and said that, you know, sorry, uh, it's not appropriate to pray for people to win national championships. And I'm like, who, hmm. who, who are you, the Pope? I mean, like, yeah, right. well, I mean, I have heard like, you know, people on both sides saying whether you should pray for you know individual sports teams like but i don't see why it's AI's opinion that way and then to stop it it was just kind of crazy so if you want to see more of those like weird fun things like on twitter i post some of the fun things we run into with ai so you can and a lot of times even like some some fairly easy things like write me some content it's really good at that but not good enough that you can just automate it and send it out mm-hmm. like i've been yeah. doing a lot of experimenting with re- having it rewrite content for different personality styles that we might know about through personalization it does an amazing job but i would never want it at this point just to go straight out without like someone just like reviewing it um but that's certainly a, a time saver right there I and mean, that's not something to say don't do it just be careful mm-hmm. um and there's you know i've even played with it from a just try to understand the limits of its bias around even political topics. And it definitely shows clear bias in, in, in political topics. So.
1: And, you know, that's one of the uh, topics that people make the whole topic of AI and GPT, not a pleasing one to some people, but just realize we're being responsible. We're, we're aware of those things and we're not going to obviously run down that path that, um,
2: yeah, I think it's creating a path of moderation. Yeah. Um, because there are people that I talk to and highly respect who have very, you know, poor beliefs about the use of AI in spiritual areas. And I think that's a good warning. I think mm-hmm. that's like we need to listen and 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 fully understand that. Cause well, yeah, today it's 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 a neutral mm-hmm. technology. It's kinda like money. Money is neither good nor bad, it's neutral, it's what you do with it. You can make the same case with ai until though the bias becomes so strong yes that yep. it does it is no longer neutral in fact i think i feel like today it's 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 not fully neutral it's i don't know like what, what do they call it like they have those like chaotic good and oh right <laughs> it's like you know it's not evil but it's a little chaotic yeah um but i do think I mean, there's there's headlines to this week, and I, you know, you don't know all the facts, but there's headlines this week that Microsoft laid off their AI ethics um, team. Yeah, mm-hmm. and on the same week that TBD four comes out, like poor communication planning. But and we don't know what that means, right? Hopefully, they didn't outsource it all to AI, um, <laughs> which would be ironic, don't you think? Um, <laughs> so you got to be careful, and you know, I think we think through things too like well perhaps there's a self-hosted version at some point that mm-hmm. you know you can have all the power but you can control the the moderation bias it back to neutral yeah the only fear there is someone takes it and unbiased it in a, in a crazy way and sets it loose i mean mm-hmm. right there, there's pro- some protections today but and everybody says well we should have these rules about protection it's like cool but how do you enforce that like all it takes is one person to plug it into the internet
1: mm-hmm.
2: and run it, have it run wild and then you're done. But also I think interesting too, if you if you really want to get deep into that, I was reading some articles last night about open AI. OpenAI started as a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. People donated, like Elon, I think donated a hundred million dollars to the nonprofit. Yep. Well, shoot! Now it's a for-profit, you know, with the market cap of like thirty billion. And he's even—I think—I think it was last night. He was even saying like, "Hey, what happened to my hundred million that I donated? Like, to not profit. Now it's a for-profit. How did that happen?" And it kind of reminded me of like a Spark, and I was like, "Huh? I wonder how they did that." Now we're not interested in that, but it's just interesting, like mm-hmm. how that happened. And I think that is kind of a key reminder of like why it is a good thing that Sparks a nonprofit. And it doesn't have that profit incentive and doesn't have that market cap. Like That's not a term we have ever, like.
1: No, But we don't use it. There are external pressures that want you to go that way. That that was, we felt that years ago. Mm -hmm. And so we we held it off and we put protection in place. And there's like been, not like formal buyout offers, but like what we
2: call them, like shark bumps. Like the shark will come bump you and like, hey, what do do you guys think about selling out? It's like, well, they can't, like how do you sell a non-profit? And it's nice to have that as a as a back pocket answer mm-hmm. because it's the only answer. But it's a protection that I think God, you know, wanted in this to protect ourselves from ourselves, because future motivations. I mean, it's hard if someone came to you and said thirty billion. Right. Yeah. Well, B is you a exciting number. You could <laughs> do
1: a lot of good with that, and I'm sure that's what oh, enticed sure, them. Yeah. Now we right. can hire the be- even better engineers and andrew carpathy i'm sure that's why he ended up going there yeah because they were able to pay him gobs of money yeah commas it's Mm -hmm. all about the commas yeah
2: so i but i think it's just a good that you can see those patterns and and sometimes you're like oh i wonder how they did that and then it reminds you oh that's a good it's a good example of why not to do that um i'm still curious how they how they actually pulled that off it seems kind of nefarious but um I don't know. It's an interesting world. This is moving too fast. I feel very overwhelmed right now I'm trying to keep up with the administrative features, which we need, trying to keep up yeah. with the roadmap that we, it still has good features that have to be done, and then, and then it's a whole new world, and this is crazy.
1: And Rx.
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> yes. Four months away. Hey, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, four it's months, coming eight days. sooner. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, eight days. We got a whole week, extra week.
0: This is the wake-up call for the whole community. I think we're all kind of on this track of like, RX happens at the end of August or maybe early September, and it is not true. So get those tickets booked. There's going to be a lot of really interesting stuff we're able to talk about at the conference this year that just won't be available in general until that point. So it's not something you'll want to miss. Plus, we all know if we've been before that the connections that are made there are absolutely incredible. Uh, It's not something you can replicate. It's not something you can duplicate. And taking a year off from that is, you know, it's just a a setback for your progress in rock and for those relationships that kind of drive that experience
2: all year. I was talking to someone at a church. um, That church is on rock, but they're not super plugged out. um, They're not super plugged into the community. And, you know, I was just talking with him and he was asking, well, how do we get more about, you know, topics like digital strategy? Mm -hmm. and?" And I kind of was like, look, in my head, I was like, what? Like, oh, wait, you're not plugged into the community. Like, you you haven't been to a conference. Like, And he was asking, like, who can I talk to in the, you know, to find out more in the church space? And I'm like, hello, like, come to the conference, dude. Like, it's packed full of people who are thinking through these same things. I think we have the advantage of talking to a lot of people every week and every day, and Mm -hmm. we're hearing that everybody's talking about the same things. Like, God has aligned everybody on, you know, a strategy, I think, um, And so, like, to to me, it's like you're missing out on the biggest education. Um, And it's not coming from Spark. Right. It's coming from the community. Yeah, there's going to be some cool Spark things, and we're going to show you some things that we've been working on that are done that are going to blow your mind that we want to talk about right now, but we can't (laughs) because we're under NDA for the conference, (laughs) conference NDA. Um, We'll have to cut this podcast right now. (laughs) So you're going to want to see them. But even if there was none of that content, it's still, like, the greatest thing Mm -hmm. on the greatest show on earth. If you're in in church technology, because you get to be around these people yeah, and you can rub shoulders and change ideas and cross pollinate. Mm -hmm.
0: It's the cross pollination. You don't have to sit in a corner and reinvent the wheel by yourself. You can work together to elevate your ideas to a new level and then ideate for your own spheres there.
2: Yeah, it's almost like everybody's like little bumblebees out there like pollinating the flowers. And mm-hmm. at some point we had to come back to the hive and like share, hey, we found <laughs> really good flowers over there, or like don't touch that flower. That's really it's really nasty. <laughs> um, but you come back and you learn all those things and get inspired and and build connections mm-hmm. and relationships. So if you don't do it, I feel like it's a it's really it's you're missing out on a great investment. Yeah. A little bit of money, but you're gonna get a ton of of rich um insights, time saving uh recipes mm-hmm. and relationships to help you and get encouraged because i think it can you get easy to get discouraged especially with the rapid change of everything um you know i was talking to someone just the other day who felt really discouraged about where he and uh, is at and 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 where what he's able to work on and it, it it's like we just need to get picked up by others and say hey we all have that bad day that bad season but yeah. what we do matters and gosh i mean just look at this world it it matters so much
0: Definitely. And as you're preparing for that conference, uh, don't forget that this is a great time. We introduced a whole new award concept last year, our community awards, that come out at the conference and really celebrate the innovations, the designs, and the work that the community is doing in several different spaces. So this is your opportunity to share the things you've been working on and submit them for an award. So you can submit something that you've been a part of or someone else on your team has been a part of in the categories of most uh, mobile apps, of websites, Apple TV apps, and ministry innovations that you've built right inside your rock instance. So this is an excellent time to um, be able to share that and celebrate some of those wins. We're now taking applications for that. So the link will be in the show notes, and we'll be promoting it in quite a few places. But um, jump in there and share those ideas, because we'd love to, to be able to celebrate those wins as well, right from the stage at the conference.
2: And you get a golden record. I mean, it's like you really do. cool. You do it's super cool to get those. Um, we thought it went out so well. We went out and bought a whole bunch of golden records. So we have like a couple hundred golden records, or so we have like a decades worth of <laughs> That's awards. Right. So we want to keep them all the same. Are we announcing the other word thing today? Is that the dance awards? What? We are. Well, we was that under the NDA.
0: That was still under the NDA. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, John's going to be leading the dance award competition. He's been choreographing his own uh, work for a bit now.
2: Been interested in learning how to crip walk. (laughs) I don't think I'm there yet. Ouch!
0: So like we said, lots of new and exciting, interesting things coming at this upcoming
2: event. Okay, sorry that was under NDA.
0: (laughs) Wow, you just never know what's going to happen around here on any given morning. Truth. (laughs) All right, so uh, we also, don't forget, announce our rock stars for the year at the conference. So that's coming a little bit early too. And... um, our rockstar positions are ones that are earned on a regular basis. So it's not something that you're granted or grandfathered into for life because it is really recognizing a year's worth of really uh, incredible work and contribution by the members of our community. So don't forget if you're currently a rockstar that the investments that you made last year are important and the community continues to need you and your investments. Um, And there are lots of ways that you can do that. So Make sure that you get involved. And if you've been kind of paying attention to that rock star crowd over there and kind of flirting around the edge of it, this is the time to get involved. There's still time. Um, And it doesn't require any certain set of skills, any certain angle to things. There is something for everyone that you can do to help contribute. Um, so we do have the get involved page on our community site that will give you lots of opportunities and options for how you can use your skill set and your wiring to contribute to the community in a way that makes a big impact. So jump in there. Let's start getting some extra momentum uh, behind that as we move toward uh, toward the conference this year.
2: Yeah, and, and the Rockstar group is our leadership group it within is. the community, and they have access to you know more content. They have access to like. You know we have quarterly meetings with them and we share what's coming on there's encouragement there's leadership you know talk in that and it's just so good like you get more insight but you also get you know you get to level up mm-hmm. and like you said it's not a participation trophy like so right. you, you get it once you don't always get it like we want to make sure that's a high bar um
0: and if you're curious what the experience is like, that's badged in the community chat, right? So reach mm-hmm. out to someone in a DM who is a rock star today and say, "Hey, what's it like to be a rock star? What's the experience? How does that feel different than just being a member of the community that's not in the rock star group?"
2: Yeah, or just find one and say, "Help me be a rock star," because mm-hmm. they are all helping. They are, they're looking for people to mentor. They are. We talk yes. about that all the time. So don't don't be awkward. That you're actually doing them a favor too, because like you're you're helping them. a... You see someone who wants to be that and help them pour into them. Yeah, that's
0: an excellent point. They're
2: looking for those opportunities. They are
0: open. Okay. Well, we have appreciated the ability to share all of our thoughts and and things that are just um, emerging with you through this podcast. We want to continue to do that. So wherever you listen to podcasts, be sure to subscribe to Rockcast so you can get the latest updates as they come out. We typically try to have two podcasts a month or so, and that keeps you up to date on not only what our team is working on, but what some members of the community are doing as well. It's a great way to stay connected and to get the latest information as soon as it's available so take a minute um, subscribe and uh, leave us a review if you've enjoyed it
1: and smash that like button <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow well, thanks nick and you never know what you're going to hear around here so don't miss out on your opportunity give us a subscription and we appreciate it thanks so much for joining us for another episode of rockcast This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor, Ministry Dynamics, a Wi-Fi presence and equipment provider. Connect with Ministry Dynamics today at rockrms.com slash sponsors.